Make life easy with Sky TV and Netflix all in one place on Sky Q. Now for only €30 a month. Award-winning Sky shows like Chernobyl and complete seasons like Game of Thrones are right next to Netflix originals like The Crown and Narcos Mexico. So if you love queens, kingpins or even whole kingdoms, we've got them all side by side on Sky Q. Now for just €30 a month. Easy. Search Sky 30. New Sky customers only. Setup fees, minimum term and further terms apply. I'm Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mics coming back at you live from the Uclick TV studios right here inside the High V Arena. And as you can see again this week, the lights are on behind us. They're working diligently to get these floors done so that uh, as reopenings start to happen, hopefully here in the next month or so, maybe even as close as, as openings start to happen, that uh, you guys can get back in here and, and enjoy the arena. And uh, Jim's up there working the sound uh, behind the scenes, as always, doing a great job making us look and sound good today. Yeah, we're, you know, as, as time keeps moving on, we're approaching a time when uh, everything's going to be uh, starting to reopen back up. Um, and we, uh, I know, for, I mean, for sure, we're ready for that. Yes, um, we are. Yeah, so... Uh, it's going to be nice. Uh, hope we get some sports going again, get life going again. And, uh, you know, we did what we had to do to kind of get through this, and now it's time to, it's time to uh, get everything back going. going. slowly start to reopen like you said hopefully I, th- I think i saw a post last night about maybe major league baseball starting by the fourth of july yeah something like that and then also i wasn't sure uh if it said anything about the stadiums being empty yeah i didn't read the entire thing i just i saw the headline of possible baseball by july 4th and i was i was all in yeah i was empty stadiums if they think that's what they need to do to kind of get this going i'm good because it'll be it'll be on tv and, you know, we'll get the league going again. And, uh, I mean, really, and the thing is, too, the way the sports make their money anyways, they make money from, from ticket sales, but they make money from TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm sure they're ready to get that going again. And I'll be – I mean, it'll be kind of weird watching a game with no fans, you know, especially, uh, like, uh, big baseball games, like, Yan- like a Yankees-Red Sox game with no mm-hmm. fans will be weird. A Royals game with no fans, uh, you know, that, <laughs> and, uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's an know, August pre- game. I, I, I think what they need to do, and I think the baseball coaches will appreciate this comment, remember the old days when the radio announcer had all the bells and, and the whistles and the sound, oh, crowd yeah. sound effect noises? We're going to start doing all I that. Think, I, think, yeah. I think what they do is, <laughs> is they, they hit a button for a fan noise, and yeah. that way if you don't see the fan, stands, you don't know nobody's there, right? Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, Everybody, the crowd just starts, yeah, the like crowd said, starts going again or whatever. Our, uh, <laughs> you know, speaking of baseball, our, our two guests today, it's a historic show for us. You know, we, uh, Jim recently upgraded the software that we use to bring in our guests via video, uh, V-Call. And so we have two guests joining us today, uh, two guys that are good friends and rivals on the uh, baseball diamond in the Sunflower League. Uh, Brad Stoll and Will Gordon. Guys, thanks for jumping on today. Not Alex. Not no, Alex not Gordon. Alex. Oh, not Alex Gordon? Oh, no, crap. not Alex oh, Gordon. Oh, Will crap. Gordon. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, did you guys see the article about, you know, we'll just start with that, about maybe seeing some Major League Baseball here, you know, around July 1st to the 4th, getting going again? Coach Stoll, go ahead. I I did not see that article, but I have talked to some other folks that have thrown out a bunch of different scenarios, and I'm I'm to the point now where I I don't care what the scenario is as long as they're playing and we can watch it. Uh, like you guys were saying earlier, if there's no fans in the stands. As long as we can watch it and get that steady dose of baseball back in our diet, I'm down with whatever. Yeah, I have a buddy of mine who coaches in Taiwan, and uh, he – 
Oh, and I guess that's just a delay. Uh, but he says that they're coaching and they got um, cardboard cutouts in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I you know I, I'm not the the hugest baseball fan that you will ever meet. But I mean, I think I said it last week that. I'm at the point now where I want live sports. If there was a, a 105 Royals start right now from anywhere in the world, I'd have it on my TV. There's no doubt about it. No, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Kind of, baseball be good at this point. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I'm ready, ready to get baseball going. Uh, I actually hope they get the NBA going back too, but – uh, it's funny because as, as the weather the weather kind of changes to where it's nice outside and stuff, you just start looking forward to that royal. Um, hopefully, it's sooner than later, though. So, Coach Gordon, we got to talk to you, you know, back when this whole thing was kind of first getting, you know, to where we were all locked down um, in our houses and everything back toward, I think it was like mid-March, end of March, something like that, maybe about a month ago. But, uh, and, and you got to talk about your seniors, um, but, and you dubbed them the Sandlot 7 that day. Why don't you quickly kind of take our people that may have missed that show and talk about your seniors? You know, um, we had seven seniors uh, uh, that we got a chance to talk about that day. Um, I think I'm, I'm pretty big delay here. Sorry about my internet. Um, but uh, we had seven seniors, and uh, they, they're great guys. They, they had their, really their opportunity taken away from them this year. Uh, they spent a lot of time on JV developing and growing, and this is going to be their chance to shine. Um, obviously go out and compete and beat Florence High School. Um, would, would have been their main focus this year. Uh, but they didn't get a chance to do that. I've been in contact with all of them. Uh, we're going to run something out on Twitter this week, focusing on each one of them, kind of like a, a natural senior day uh, for them. Um, and so we'll, we'll see how that goes and, and honor those guys in that way. Um, but uh, we'll also plan on having an alumni game, if possible, um, in July and let those guys get out there uh, if we can do something like that. That's awesome, um, you know, that they, they, you're still kind of finding ways to recognize those guys. And, you know, an alumni game would, would be awesome, uh, you know, for those guys, give them an opportunity to play one last time, you know, kind of representing Shawnee Mission East. Okay, so, uh, you know, an alumni game that you just talked about, that'll be really cool for those seniors, you know, to kind of get to go out there one more time and, and represent East one one final time since they didn't get to do it, you know, throughout the season. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to do that for those guys, and we'll do it for the guys returning, um, and and hopefully make it a yearly tradition out of it. So uh, it'll be good. Yeah. Um, so, Coach Stoll, uh, how many seniors did you have, and can you talk about each of them just a little bit for our uh, anybody tuning in? Yeah, so we actually had the exact same amount. We had seven kids, and, and kind of similar to what Coach Gordon had. We had two or three kids that were JV players that had uh, two of them that kind of put themselves in a position for a starting job. And then there were three kids that were, uh, you know, returning um, everyday guys. So it's just kind of everybody's going through the same thing. Your heart just breaks for those kids, and that was – you know, probably the most difficult set of phone calls I've ever had to make the night that everything was shut down. That was was really devastating. You know, and, and like like Coach Gordon, a lot of us that do this for a living, you get into it because you you, you want to have good relationships and authentic relationships with kids. And when you gotta uh, listen to them and talk about that, they don't get to play their senior year is is pretty is pretty hard. You know, really hard. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, we uh, I've talked about it a lot, but I, I can't imagine having that opportunity to, you know, compete rip, ripped away from you, you know, because that's why why we all love sports so much is just, you know, everybody is on an even playing field. You know, if, as long as you work hard 
you're going to get out of it what you deserve. And I mean, I know with with your two programs that uh, you know those kids would have all had a chance to compete. And you know, who knows how the the season may or may not have unfolded. Yeah, hey, you just never know. That, that, that's what kind of stinks is you just will never know. I can yeah. tell you that uh, I, the Chessie Lions definitely had a shot, in my opinion, to be uh, one of the final eight groups uh, playing at Hoagland or wherever we were playing this year. I can't remember where we were playing. Fort um, Scott. But, yeah, Fort Scott. Um, wish it was Hoagland, your backyard. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the Chessie Lions, they, they were going to be really – they're going to be really good, anchored by a pretty good shortstop, had some definitely talented outfielders. Um, you know, we would have struggled getting them out, but we would have done it. Yeah, and we were, uh, you know, we were going to do a show with with you guys originally at uh, at the Johnny's, kind of halfway in between, and um, you know, you guys have a really good relationship and go back and forth a lot on Twitter. So uh, why don't you guys kind of talk about how your relationship began and and the uh, banter, friendly banter that you guys have back and forth. <laughs> well, I go yeah, ahead, Coach Stoll. It, it, it is fun. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I think so many people take all of this stuff so seriously. They take themselves too seriously. They take social media too seriously. Uh, and, and, and ironically, Will and I were just talking about that. We have a Zoom today with a guy that's going to talk to our kids about the dangers and the pitfalls of social media. But when you do it like Will and I do, where you have fun with each other, you compliment other teams, but we, we, it's all about not taking it so seriously. I mean, it's high school athletics. And I know Coach Gordon will send a little backhanded Zoom off to us on on Twitter that makes me laugh, and, and, and nobody nobody thinks anything bad about it. It's it's actually very entertaining. Yeah, and I think what's kind of cool about that is the kids get a great chance to see uh, two adults going back and forth in the, in the right way on, on Twitter, um, using it for fun. Um, neither one of us taking ourselves too seriously. Uh, Coach Stoll, you know, has got us beat by one run the last two years. Um, and so if I can still poke fun at him and he still come at me, I think it's going to be good. But I think it all comes out of respect for each other uh, in the game. You know, I clearly respect what Coach Stoll does with his program and his staff and his kids every year. Um, and and if, if I didn't have that, I'm not so sure we'd be having the, the Twitter stuff that, that's out there. But it certainly makes it a lot more fun. And right now, it seems like about about the only way we can compete against each other. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the the things you guys send, you know, back and forth at each other, and you know, I mean, I get a kick out of it. And I, I think the the fact that you know you guys can compete against each other, but yet still, you know, have that attitude, you know, to, to laugh and joke with each other and have a good time is, is so key, and it's teaching the kids you know, yet another lesson that uh, even though, yes, we want to be serious about our competition and we, we want to go out and win and, and play our best every day, but uh, we can still have fun because what we're doing is a game. Yep, certainly is. And Stoll, Coach Stoll uses Twitter for way more nice days, way connected with those guys on there, does a great job promoting them, does some cool stuff with some guys that are in pro ball right now. Um, and Coach Stoll, you said you've been doing a couple of Zoom meetings a week with your guys. And who are some – you mentioned that you had some big leaguers come in and, and kind of talk to them through Zoom. Uh, who, who are some guys that you've had talk and, and what are some things they've they've conveyed to your team? Well, so uh, I was just telling Coach Gordon uh, that, you know, there's we've done two a week over the past two weeks. And, and some kids that I had the opportunity to coach in the Cape Cod League. And so the first one – we did were three 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 pitchers that are all in um, in professional baseball. One of them is actually John Means, who graduated from Gardner Edgerton and is in the big leagues with the um, uh, with the Orioles. And then the next day we had two minor league catchers. One kid's in the Padres, one kid with the White Sox. Um, and then last week we had a hitting one with Kevin Crone, who's a, a DH first baseman for the uh, for the Diamondbacks. And I I announced it on Twitter and I put a video of him hitting a ball in spring training that actually left the entire stadium. It was, it was incredible, but uh, just, it's, you know, they get tired of hearing our voice. Uh, I think it's kind of a, I think it's kind of something that parents and kids have told me that the, the boys have enjoyed hearing 
the professionals aspect or perspective on how this is all working, what they're doing to stay in shape, what they're doing to keep their minds on baseball. Um, and then also just all kinds of different little inside tricks of the trade. Uh, it, some, you know, kids have asked very specific questions and I just think it's been very valuable. I've taken a ton of notes as the kids have talked and, and I've, I've grown as a coach as well. I mean, and that's another key you mentioned earlier. You had been a, you've been at Lawrence 15 years, and I mean, anybody who stays in this business long enough, you know, you've got to keep growing as a coach too. And that's another lesson that I know, you know, tries to get conveyed to the kids a lot. Is you know, not only are we asking you guys to do things to get better, but we as coaches have to do things to make ourselves better as well. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. you know, we are all. Lifelong learners, you know. And, you know, Coach Stoll uh, had me on the other night. Kansas Baseball Coaches Association still meets um, weekly. Uh, got a chance to listen to guys talk about hitting and different parts of that. And, you know, anytime you get a group of coaches, guys together, even the questions that you just hear, not even the presenters, but the questions, uh, provide that room for growth um, that, that's outstanding. So uh, Coach Stoll's done a great job with that as well. Yeah, and I, I know – um, Coach Gordon, I know you do a lot with Coach Hoover just talking about different throwing mechanics and, you know, kind of the difference in how you want your guys to throw the baseball on the hill versus, you know, how he wants his quarterbacks to, to be able to throw the ball. And I mean, I know that that's one way you kind of bounce ideas off of, you know, another guy and, and learn some things that way too. Yeah, we sit around, we talk a lot about the kinetic chain, the differences uh, and the similarities between the football athlete and a, a, a high school pitcher. Uh, he thinks it comes down to a lot of hitting. Coach Stoll, you might have to get in on that conversation at some point, talking quarterback mechanics with a, with a relationship to a hitter's feet uh, is what he always talks about. And it's kind of an interesting thing right there um, to hear how the two work together. Um, but yeah, it's always some. It's definitely a part of a miss right now. Uh, other than being outside when it's this nice, playing baseball, the, the conversations uh, that are not taking place is, is pretty tough. Yeah, Coach Stoll, you got anything to uh, add there about those hitting mechanics? Yeah, it's it's uh, and, and like Coach alluded to. I mean, there's. If you're in a good athletic position to throw the ball, you're probably going to be in a good athletic position to swing the bat. And there's a lot of things that are similar. Um, you know, I've, I've actually seen a lot of stuff on Twitter and in, in clinics where, you know, quarterbacks will do a lot of the arm care things that uh, pitchers do to get their arm in shape because they're throwing, you know, in practice, you figure they're throwing as many times as, as a guy would during a baseball game. So, you know, I think it all comes back to um, – you know, with high school kids, we have so many dual sport guys. I mean, you know, I know Coach Gordon's got a bunch of football, baseball guys. We've got a ton of football, baseball guys. So I think the athleticism helps uh, across the board for sure. Yeah, one one big kind of football, baseball guy that, that you have that I, I'm excited to talk about is uh, Mr. Neal, Dev Neal um, out there who, you know, kind of – I didn't know a lot about before last football season, but, you know, he had a tremendous football season last year for you guys. And from talking to Coach Gordon, sounds like he's an even better baseball player than he was on the football field. Yeah, he's he's one of the more dynamic young men I've been around. And um, I've had the luxury of my, my son, Jack, who was a, a junior at Lawrence High. They were randomly put on a – kindergarten bitty basketball team uh, years ago so they've been we've been family friends and I've had an opportunity to watch him grow up and he is uh, he's an incredible athlete you know he's very strong he's he's very 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 quick uh, and he's got probably the best high school bat speed I've ever been around but you know he's he's well respected he's a good teammate and um, you know he's just he's a he's a joy to coach and I'm <laughs> I really miss uh, being on the field with that kid. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and he is uh, committed to KU. I believe he's going to play both football and baseball over there, right? Yeah, yep. He had an opportunity to, to do that. And I know um, Nebraska, K-State, I talked to him about doing the same. I know Oklahoma State was interested in, in having him do the same. So that 
that shows you what kind of athlete he is, but also what kind of person he is, if he can pull that off and still be a student, you know? Yeah, you know, you, you don't hear in, at the Division One level, at least, you don't hear of a lot of those guys that they'll say, yeah, you can come here and be a dual sport athlete. So I, I think that does speak a, a lot about him and, and what he can do to help them. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I had a chance. Uh, went down to Oklahoma last year for the Kansas. Uh, we took Kansas group of select all-star team down there, and uh, that's where I first got to see Devin outside of a uh, uh, chesty Lions uniform. And uh, you talk about just a guy that lights up the room with a smile, personality. You know, you you go down to those things in an all-star team, and you have 15, 20 different guys down there, and, and it's a short turnaround time. I mean, he made it feel like instantly there's a connection with the other 14, 15 guys that, that were there. Um, he has that kind of personality that draws people in. Um, and then you watch him swing swing the bat, and it, it's even more impressive uh, when he does those things. Um, just that kind of raw athleticism that he has uh, on the baseball field um, and watching him run the bases uh, and, and the event that they had there. I mean, he's incredibly fast. And I got a chance to see how tough he was on the football field. Can't say enough good things about him. Uh, wish he lived in six six two oh five area code, um, but that's <laughs> yeah. that's a different deal. Yeah, the the football coach in me, you know, especially since I, I'm focusing on our defense and having to defend a kid like that, you know, he, he's definitely a guy that I wish was was in the Shawnee Mission East area. And instead of defending him, I was just working with him every day. <laughs> Yeah, as long as you guys, uh, as long as he stays here, I'm, I'm totally fine with this right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's your shortstop? Good. We had a, we had about a 45 minute conversation about swing mechanics yesterday over the phone, and um, you know he's another he's a he's another kid signed with Missouri State, and um, and just you know he called and wanted to know what what it, what he needed to do to do to get better, and um, you know just a awesome attitude to have and and you don't find that you know the kid that's just constantly working all the time even during all this you know he's just he's always on trying to find a place to practice and throw and pick ground balls and hit and you know he's a very talented young man yeah how many guys did you have um coach stole that were that were seniors out of your seven that were going to be able to play at the next level uh, so we have we have three that are committed, and, and unfortunately, one young man who was going to play some outfield was still trying to find a place to play, which, you know, it's a difficult situation for him. Um, hopefully, there's going to be some opportunities for him to get on the field at some point this summer and can get himself in, in front of some college coaches. But we got our catcher's going to go play at Fort Scott for another former Chesty Lion. Uh, another kid's going to go pitch uh, down at Northeast Texas Community College. And then we've got a first baseman right-hander that is um, going to go to Baker, and then a second baseman is going to go to Tabor. So four four boys that have found a uh, have a place to play, and one kid still trying to find uh, find a spot. Yeah, that's um, you know, and I don't know. Maybe a question for both of you guys: ha Have you done much research or heard much about? how the NCAA, because they're giving that extra year of eligibility to their seniors. So is that going to impact any of the, the freshmen that were coming in for spring sports? You know, to me, everything I've seen um, seems to be a college-by-college college basis, um, whether or not they're going to honor those um, scholarships that there were that. Each school is taking a different approach. Uh, I think this is going to end up being more of a five-year issue than a, than a one-year issue. Uh, with the way the money works and things like that. I know the transfer portal has been busy, um, seeing guys move from program to program, going to get their masters and things like that. But um, it, it might be hardest on the JUCO guys, and I think it's pushing guys to JUCO uh, before that. So, Well, I think the schools that have a chance to win titles are the ones that's really going to affect, don't you? Yeah. But you look at Boise State, their entire staff got furloughed the other day. Wow. Oh, wow. Man. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. I had not seen that. Yep. Mm. Yeah, you know, I 
to to speak to this whole piece, you know, I, I, with with having a son that's a junior and trying to get the, the recruiting thing started, and you know, um, and facilitate that and help him navigate through it. So a lot of college coaches I've talked to said that you know the class of 2021 is the one that's going to be affected the most, uh, or as about as uh, the most as, as as any class because they're going to come in with everybody ahead of them that still has a full year essentially. Uh, to play, you know, so they're going to be kind of backloaded behind a bunch of kids. So the 2020s and the 2021s are, are, um, you know, there's an uphill climb, so to speak. But kids like, you know, it, to me, it's the kid that's the walk-on or it's the kid that's on the minimal scholarship that is going to, that has already been receiving the Dear John letters, so to speak. You know, hey, you got to find another place to play. So then it's just a domino effect, you know, it affects the Division twos, the Division threes, the JUCOs. So, um but I think Coach Gordon can attest to this, that if kids want to play bad enough, there's somewhere for them. It may cost a little bit of money for the family with us being uh, not a fully funded sport, but there's ways to, to make it work. You just got to be a little bit more creative now. Yeah, there's definitely a place to play baseball in America if you're going to play college baseball, that's for sure. So um, kids might just have to realign with the thinking of where they're going and uh, and go from there. But, yeah, there's always going to be a place that they, they won't play bad now. Which one of you said you coached in the, the Cape Cod League? Coach Stoll. That, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was up there. One, um, come on over to the Mink League. Uh, we broadcast, we've, over the years we've done a lot of broadcasts throughout the Mink League. We do St. Joe and, and Je oh, Jeff cool. City. And uh, we did do Springfield. Springfield lost their team this year. But we'd love to have you over in the Mink League. And also, um, uh, do you uh, do you know Wally Marcial? Oh, yeah. Oh, Wally. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he's a great human being. Great he is, human being. I, and I worked with him when he was up at Chillicothe. So, oh at the sure, moment. yeah, yeah. So. yeah. No. Uh, tell him, tell him a, I said hi, Jim Bly. I, I will. Yeah, we talk quite a bit. He's a he's a he's a beautiful soul. He's a good man. And a daddy now. Uh, did you see? Yep. Did you guys see the Cape canceled? Yeah, yeah. They banged it like at noon on last Friday. That was a yeah. That was the right thing to do. It, it broke a lot of hearts, but it was the right thing to do. You know, Massachusetts is getting crushed right now with this thing. Yeah. And, you know, now you're talking about host families bringing in kids. And, and that was from what the, the, the people that I still talk to in the town that I coached, it was the host families that were saying, hey, we don't, we're not yeah. taking kids this summer. And I, I don't blame them, you know. Yeah, and that's, that's what I've kind of said. That's going to be the, the determining factor is the host families. And that's going to be the determining factor, I think, with the T-Bones as well. Um, so it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's you know. I mean, you think about it. We all have families, and if it's, if they said, "Hey, can you take a kid from wherever, Seattle or Dallas, Texas, and and take him in your home for two and a half months?" I mean, that's it. He may be asymptomatic, and then all of a sudden he gets sick, uh, and then your whole family's. In, it's just the liability piece to me was was was. Uh, was pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, and, you know, at that level of baseball, unfortunately, you know, I mean, that, that's how it has to work. And so I'm kind of with you there, Coach Stoll, you know, as far as having a family myself and, you know, thinking, oh, would I really want to take someone in right now, even though they're, they're not showing any symptoms now, but the risk, you know, down the line just – yeah. Uh, you know, not, not worth it right now. No. But, uh, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. We were talking a little bit about, you know, the college recruiting and everything. And, you know, you guys mentioned that there's somewhere for anybody who really wants to, to play baseball, you know, at the next level. Uh, you know, and I, I think that that is a message too, that, that kids today need to hear because especially in football, you see it a lot. You know, these kids think, well, if I don't go to Division One college, if I don't go to KU or MU or K-State or Oklahoma, you know, or Alabama, then why should I go play, you know? And if you love the game, I mean, go play, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you if you love it, you want a chance to go play, you got to go play. And I think sometimes we got to look at the financial aspect of, of different family situations and things like that. Um, you know, but, you know, if you want to take out student loans, they'll be paying them like I am. I have a great time at a four-year Division II university. Um, make lifelong friends that you FaceTime with during quarantine, and, and that's what you do. You know, I mean, we, 
got together the other day and talked about old baseball stories, and and that's kind of what we uh, still do during this time. Yeah, hundred percent echo that. I think you know you got to look at it. I always tell our parents in our parent meeting that even even and I think Coach Gordon can attest this. Even the best players we've had in our programs, the families are still on the hook for anywhere from forty to sixty percent of the scholarship because it's just not a fully funded sport. So you're going to have to pay for something. Uh, if your academics can help you get into a good school, or excuse me, if, if, if playing baseball can help you get into a really good academic school and set you for life and, and, and open some doors, then then do it. And like Coach Gordon said, you're going to take on some debt, but probably going to knock that out before too long. Um, but, you know, our game's the greatest in the world. No offense, Coach. I know you're a football guy, but our, ours is, in my opinion, the greatest game. And, and if, if you can do do something to help you get on a college campus that'll that'll help uh, make your life better, then I, I, I love it. Yeah. No, I, I uh, you know, I do enjoy baseball. And, you know, I, I encourage our, our guys at Shawnee Machinese that, that play for us, you know, to, hey, go do something in the winter and go do something in the spring, you know, whether that be baseball or track or whatever sport that may be. But, you know, just go do something because sports, you know, and I, it doesn't matter what sport it is, there's valuable lessons to be learned through that. 100%. Hey, yes, uh, sir. Coach Stoll, um, I know you said CAPE was canceled. I know the Mink is thinking about if they, if they can getting a season in where they use local talent, alumni, stuff like that. So tell Devin if he's looking for a place to play this summer. I'm sure Coach Johnny Coy down there with the Mustangs would love to have him. <laughs> I'll pass it along. I'll pass it along. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm ready to see some live sports. You know, uh, I'm sure you guys are too. But uh, you know, have you heard anything about um, you know any of these smaller leagues? You know, I mean, I know we talked about MLB earlier, but about you know maybe a possible opening date or anything for any of these smaller leagues. Uh, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. I'm interested about minor league baseball right now. Um, I talked to one of my former players who's doing, uh, who plays in the Nationals organization, and he said that they are. Uh, they haven't heard anything. He's planning on maybe going to Australia uh, if, if their season gets canceled. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we've and, and during some of these zooms, you know, I've been asking these these former players, and then we actually have had a couple zooms with some some minor league coaches uh, with our coaching staff, and I think the 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 I think a lot of them are are anticipating minor league baseball altogether being shut down, and maybe just going to their uh, spring training facilities, maybe having everybody. Uh, one scenario I heard was. Everybody will be at your spring training facility, similar to the actual spring training, and then just playing the leagues on at the sites and not going to their affiliate towns like, you know, the Northwest League has teams all over Washington and Oregon, and everybody's just going to stay there in Florida and Arizona and play. Uh, but who knows? I mean, that's just that was speculation on their part. It's funny you talk to these kids and these coaches. I mean, there's about every time you talk to somebody, there's a new scenario. So I think they're all trying to stay as positive as possible, but I think they're, I think they're setting themselves. They, they kind of know there's a chance it might be canceled altogether. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it gets something done and hopefully it, the time passes quick enough to where we get to live sports or, or going again. Um, moving on from uh, sports. We do have a very important question uh, for both of you guys. And we'll start with coach Gordon. Uh, Kansas City Barbecue, what's the best? Man, that is a tough, tough question. Um, you pick, my don't, younger, don't do that. Don't do that politically correct stuff. You gotta, you gotta pick one, man. LCs. Uh, my oh, okay, oh, yeah, that's a good choice. It, Will. LCs uh, is not my go-to. There's a small place out in Leavenworth, Kansas, that I go to. Um, just Leavenworth Barbecue Place. I think it's the best barbecue that's, that's available. I can't, I can't even tell you what it's called. What's the uh, what's the go-to dish? Oh, the ribs. Oh, full rack. Full rack of ribs. Very nice. Yeah, I'd say uh, LC's is a uh, is a good choice. What's the what's the go-to there? 
I'm a big Burn-Ins guy. Big Burn-Ins guy. What was that? Burn-Ins. Oh, Burn-Ins. Gotcha. Give me some Burn-Ins, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can never go wrong with a lot of stuff. You know, I, I was going to say uh, I'm glad you guys didn't say anything like Famous Daves or anything like that. That's actually uh, kind of grounds <laughs> to not being invited back to the show. Uh, so thank you for not saying that. You bet. No chains. No chains. <laughs> I, bought some sauce. I bought some Famous Dave sauce the other day. Oh, uh, I, that's, you know, that well, that, that's okay, I guess. That's all right. Um, as far as sauces go, I like I like night, night, uh, what is it, night of living night of living sauce at Joe's is really really good. Um, uh, Jack Stack sauce is really good for me too. Um, so yeah, we always like to put that out there, and I and I always like to make a little note in case uh, uh, somebody gives me a, a place I hadn't really heard of. So thanks for answering. All slabbed up. Thanks for not being politically correct about it. <laughs> all slabbed up in Leavenworth, Kansas. Yeah. Lansing. Okay. Flame King? That's a good spot. Flame King. I'm putting that in the in the old data bank right now. No, it's not. It's not far for me. So maybe if things start to reopen, that going to Flame to King, baby. That's that way so, it sounds good. All right. Well, <laughs> um Coach Gordon, we'll start with you. We'll we'll kind of start to wrap it up here. Do you have anything else that uh you wanted to hit on before we get out of here? Uh, no, I had to take off my hat. My, this is how baseball season's gone. My, my eight month old daughter hasn't seen me enough in a hat this year. So she gets freaked out and starts crying when I don't wear a hat or when I put on a hat, excuse me. Uh, that's how much baseball we've not played. Uh, other than that, I, I'm busy with a four and a half year old, um, and an eight month old, but I cannot wait to get over to Lawrence, uh, beat the Chesty Lions, um, maybe take coach Stoll out for, for a beer afterwards. Uh, let him pay. Um, no, just looking forward to getting out there. I appreciate you guys doing what you do weekly, highlighting our uh, athletes and, and uh, giving us a chance to call in and talk to them. So best of luck to you guys as well. Thanks, Coach awesome. Stoll. Thanks. Oh, this is cool, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and, and uh, it's always fun to, to banter back and forth with my good friend Coach Gordon and, uh, and talk some barbecue because uh, I, I definitely uh, definitely miss, miss both, baseball and barbecue. So uh, this has been fun, and I appreciate you inviting me. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys uh, taking a little bit of time out of your day to come on and talk to us and uh, you know, oh, hey, talk about your real kids quick. and everything. Stoll, what is the yeah. name of that place we ate at Springfield, that barbecue place? Bubba's. If you ever Bubba's. go to Springfield, Missouri, go to Bubba's. It'll change your life. Really? Yeah. Bubba's uh, in Springfield? Great. Yes. All right. Austin, you're off today. Oh, it's probably closed. I was going to say you're off today. We can well, drive a two-hour two hour, two hour trip. Let's go. How yeah. can you go wrong with Bubba's? <laughs> what a great name. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. It's yeah. Fantastic. Hopefully uh, hopefully next time we do something like this, we're going to be able to be uh, in person. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll try to schedule something at Johnny's like we were we were going to do before, and, and I think it'd be yeah. more fun. It's always more fun to do it in person rather than over the Zoom stuff or whatever. What are we, sure. are we using Zoom? No. V we're call, using whatever. V it is. call. Yeah. You know, it's always more fun to do it in person. So uh, we appreciate you guys uh, uh, joining us today. Well, and you, you know, bet. the problem with Q thirty nine is I like the barbecue, but it's just too fancy. I don't little I mean, uppity, I, I, little uppity. <laughs> I want, I, I want, I want the picnic table. You know, Bubba's picnic tables, right? Yeah. Oh so. yeah, you do. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, and we'll talk hey, to thank you, you later. All right. Thanks All again. Right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. Awesome. Uh, again, kind of a, a historic deal there. You know, having two guys on at the same time on the V call it was nice. A couple guys that uh, uh, you know, have a friendly rivalry going, so it's kind of cool to hear them um, talk about whatever the heck we can talk about right now, you know? Uh, yeah. so, you know, just trying to get, keep everybody in high spirits while this, while all this stuff's going on. Um, it's kind of crazy. It'll be, it'll be a few months from now. We'll look back and go, that was terrible. <laughs> that, that was awful. I don't uh, want to do that again. Yeah. It makes you kind of realize just what you, what you have in your life and, and, uh, how good things were really before everything kind of gets closed off or whatever. So, um, so it was awesome to have those guys on and, and kind of highlight the athletes a little bit and, and, and talk about some different stuff. Yeah, it was, um, you know, and obviously I got a really good relationship, you know, with coach Gordon working with him and miss kind of seeing him, you know, day to day basis and coach Stoll uh, interacts on Twitter and, you know, it was great to, uh, meet him at least, you know, via video right now. And, 
Shout out to uh, – I do want to shout out the Johnnies at K10 and Ridgeview that was going to uh, actually host our, our show with them. You know, they were going to feed us that night. And, unfortunately, that did not get to happen uh, due to COVID-19. But, you know, I still shout them out. So, once things are reopened, you know, go go visit one of the Johnny's franchises. And, you know, they've, they've been good to us. They hosted a show back in the winter. And yeah. we're going to host the second one this spring. So, you know, just shout out to that Johnny's, um, you know, the whole franchise. But. K10 and Ridgeview was was where that show was going to be. Yeah, we'll do. I mean, we'll do our best to make it happen again too. So, I mean, like I said, when all this stuff gets done, yeah. uh, we'll get out there and we'll and we'll do what we got to do to get a show going again. Like it's always more fun to have these guys in person rather than yeah. over the V call. Um, so, I mean, V call is good and everything, but like we, I like you know seeing these guys face to face. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it is good, and I'm glad we have the technology so that we can kind of keep going with the show, but. It is a lot harder to interview, you know, somebody over a, a video deal than seeing them face to face and have them sitting here in the chair next to you. Yeah. Also, it'll be nice to actually have like some other like some stuff going on. Yeah. Current events to talk about. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good too. So um, one thing that we did not get to talk about last week uh, on the show with DJ, um, and you know, that's just once once you get DJ on the show, you never know where it's going to go. Which is and great. So, yeah, which is great. Um, but uh, Gronk did sign with the Bucks, and so we we missed that last week. We had it in the show notes, but you know we were just we were going, and it was such a natural flow that I didn't want to mess it up, and we kind of ran out of time with DJ. But uh, Gronk to the Bucks. What are your thoughts? Uh, so it's another. It's just another uh, another move by the Buccaneers, kind of saying they're all in on Brady, which they should be. If you're, they really should be. Yeah. Um, so, um, no, they're kind of getting a little bit of hype. Um, and I would say, um, I would say buy into it for sure. Uh, now, are they for sure going to win a Super Bowl? No. Are they for sure going to be good? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Bucks like seven and nine last year. Quarterback throws 30 interceptions. Uh, defense is fifth in the league last year. And, I mean, just, just if you turn the ball over that much, you ain't, you ain't winning a lot of games. Um, so when you know, Tom Brady's a guy that doesn't turn it over. Um, and so with the addition of Gronk, who's like a kind of a go-to guy, especially with how Brady kind of throws the ball now, where he tries to do a lot of short stuff um, just because he wants to cut back his release time, blah, blah, blah. But, I'm, I mean, I'm in. I think Tampa's going to win the division. Um, it's kind of early to wow. call that. But I think Tampa's going to win the division, which is a really good division. Um, but, I, you know, I wouldn't say it's like 100% like bet the house. But, like, you know. Because the Saints are in there, the Saints are really good too, and and uh, you know Atlanta's not a slouch. Uh, really, the, the you know the quote unquote worst team is Carolina, and even Carolina is going to be solid because they got their they may may have got another franchise quarterback in there with Bridgewater, and 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 they got the McCaffrey the running back. So, but I think for the Bucks to to get that, I think it was a good move. I think it's a if Gronk's having the itch, um, and he feels healthy, I think it's a good move for him too. Um, also, uh, we had kind of talked to the other day about it. Uh, he doesn't have to be the number one target because his last year, you know, his last year in, in New England, he definitely is the, the one. Um, now he can be like the – he can kind of be the third. I mean, depending on the scheme, um, he can kind of be the third third in receptions or fourth. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good move for the Bucks, I think. Definitely, you know, I agree with you there with the Buccaneers uh, needing to be kind of all in with Brady right now. I mean – we both have him as the GOAT, but, I mean, he is in his 40s, and we know father time catches up with everybody. So, you know, eventually Brady's body is going to begin to break down on him. And so, I mean, I think if you're the Bucks, signing Brady puts you in the conversation of possibly being a Super Bowl contender. I think just having Tom Brady on your team – Similar to the way when Montana came to the Chiefs in the early 90s, it immediately gives your team credibility. And then for, you know, Brady, we know had a good relationship with Gronk. And so to get him to come out of retirement, he is still currently the WWE 24-7 champion. Yeah, I actually say he's going to be defending it too So uh, while the season's going on or something. I don't know. It was yeah. kind of talking about that. So it's kind of funny, and, and we'll see how that all works out. But. I think it's a good move for for both of them, and and yeah. uh, and I, I will say this: whatever investment WWE put into Gronk, 
you know, to bring him in for to host WrestleMania and this and that, and then they put that belt on him. And then this happens. I, I think that that's probably best-case scenario for them, right, to get some mainstream media attention because with everybody talking about, oh, Gronk's coming out of retirement, but he had just signed a big deal as a wrestler, and he has a belt and this and that. So, you know, Vince McMahon – I mean, I don't know that he had that all in the plan when they signed Gronk, but the fact that it worked out that way makes him look really smart. <laughs> yeah, it worked out really good. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But I got I got Tampa doing – I got Tampa winning, you know, 11 or 12 games this year, just who they got, coaching staff and all that stuff. And, and I think it was good. If Gronk's, if Gronk's feeling that itch and he's feeling good about his body, you know what, go go for it, man. So, uh, so I kind of saw uh, Witten – Witten retired for a year and then came back, right? Is that yeah, right? he did Monday Night Football for yeah. a year and then oh, he yeah, came back very, with Dallas. Good. And then now, Dallas, he's in, now he's, he's a Las Vegas Raider. Las Vegas Raider. So, yeah, good move for Gronk. Some of these guys need to just take a year off and kind of yeah. freshen up and then they can play for a few more years. So. Yep. And then good. another Raiders. big thing that happened kind of last week was Oliver Luck filed a wrongful termination lawsuit against Vince McMahon and the WWE, XFL, because um, he feels like he was wrongfully terminated. Because I guess he was let go the day before they folded. Um, so I'm he sure might have a case to, there, huh? Yeah, I'm sure there's more to that story than we know. But, yeah, he was let go the day before the announcement was made that the league was ceasing operations. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure more will be coming out about that. But, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I actually, yeah, I, I've seen the headline and uh, read article, but the article basically just s- says what you just said, so you don't get a lot of details. But uh, it didn't work out like we thought. Uh, like we said, Jim Jim was right about the XFL. He was. He was totally right. Well, not, not the exact my, way. My question would be: Is without COVID nineteen, would would they have made it? Mm-hmm. That's my big question. See, and I think they would have, but. I mean, we'll never know. Who knows? I mean, I don't think there's going to be a football league for a long for another football league for a long time now. No, two if, failed leagues and within two or uh, three years. The only way I think it's going to work is if the NFL does get behind it. I yeah. re- yes. I truly believe it because it's kind of like minor league baseball. There's a lot of clubs out there that don't draw anybody in minor league baseball. And mm-hmm. you look in the stands. How do you, you're like? How do they exist? Well. That's how yeah, that money. Just a, just yeah. A, yeah, it's just a farm team. So, yeah, so just getting guys ready. So yeah, um, you know, and especially, I mean, one thing that thought I had was if you ever try a spring football league, I guarantee that it will never be called the XFL. Because I mean, is the XFL name not just snake bitten at this point? Yeah, it's done. I mean, don't you, call it the XFL. Yeah, it's <laughs> over. So I mean, I mean, you had. You know, the the things that went wrong the first time. I mean, we, we know all about that. but And then this time you have a worldwide pandemic that shuts it down. I'd say anybody out there that's thinking of starting a spring football league, don't call it the XFL. Figure out something else. Midwest Mike's. Lo- yeah, may, maybe Midwest Mike's will start a spring football league. Well, you tried to buy the okay. T-Bones. Yeah, we uh, did. That, yeah, that didn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the price tag was a little higher than I thought, but. Um, but yeah, couldn't, well, get the, couldn't get the T-bones, but I'm still supporting him. Rock said it right in baller for football. The minor league football is college football. As long as they yep. keep three, keep the players at three years. Why does the NFL need to create a minor league? Right, they have one. They yeah. have one. Essentially, they do. Um, and I, I think football is harder to field than any other sport. It is because it takes. Size and speed, right? Yeah. And there's not as many big and fast people out there in our world. Yep. And, you you know, you're putting your body through grueling punishment. Well, why do you think minor league or semi-pro football pay to play leagues? You talked to – man, I know. Does it pay? No, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, um, while we're on the subject of football, I do want to give a special birthday shout-out to uh, one of my guys at Shawnee Mission East, Lee Marshall. Had a birthday this past week. There you go. So, Lee Marshall, happy birthday. Uh, It was a couple days ago, but uh, texted with him a little bit. and Hopefully, I didn't interrupt his uh, big celebration that we're having during quarantine. But 
Big quarantine birthday. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so shout out to Lee Marshall of Shawnee Mission East. Um, happy birthday, buddy. And uh, hopefully I see you sometime in early June and we can get back to work. He's defensive end for us that's uh, started two years. And maybe maybe he'll start as a senior. I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Well, how's, how's the uh, haircut and beard cut? process going i just saw the the mayor put out the 10 10 10 rule what's that first phase 10 people 10 percent i don't know what the other 10 meant but oh man so uh, i will say this may 15th may oh may 15th well um <laughs> governor says may 4th yeah, yeah i have texted my barber he said he would make a house call um <laughs> really but i'm not that desperate quite yet I'm, so i i got like the i got like the mullet going on almost so nice. like, Yo, show it show it Look at this. I mean, it's oh, you can't take really your hat off. Turn that. around. Oh man, Jeff it's Jeff long. Montgomery, you can pitch yeah. for the Royals. Hey, or you or it's or, long, dude. It's it's terrible looking. It's it's long. <laughs> you look hungover. Beard. You look hungover. I'm yeah. really not. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But so it's your day off. The hair's a little crazy right now. It's like a it's 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 a little too much but at this point i'm like i'm like i haven't even thought about it for the last like week because i'm like at some point i hit a point where i just said i mean my all hair, right i'm used to it <laughs> like I just forget it my hair's not too bad yet it's not i mean it's longer than it normally is oh yeah that ain't nothing yeah you're good but uh the my beard, beard the beard's a little wild my have you, beard have, have you seen cool. the new have you seen the new chiefs player with the mullet he has I have not. Uh -uh. Oh, my God. It's got to be the best mullet. I, I texted it to Jeff Montgomery because Jeff was famous for his mullet. He goes, man, that guy earns the best one ever. So, the mullet's yeah. coming back, dude. So, I'm bringing but, it. I'm, gonna cut, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to leave this out, this long here, and I'll just go short here. There you go. Baseball. I'm going to go baseball stripes. You guys are probably it. too young to remember the Floby. Have you ever heard of the Floby? No. It was a device back in the I feel 90s. like I've heard the name. You hooked to a vacuum cleaner and it sucked and cut. Oh, so wow! Like a home, there's like a home device or whatever. Somebody, yeah, somebody invented this thing called the Floby, and uh, I actually had a friend that had one, and he'd have people over. And they popularized. Maybe he broke it out of storage. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Get it um, out. Let's go. But yeah, so I, I will be seeing my barber pretty much as soon as I can, uh, as soon as his shop reopens. It is in Casey Mo, so. It's at least May 15th, 16th, but. Um, well, you know, the barbershop here in the arena was rocking and rolling. It had only been here like three, four months. I know. Every time I walked down there, it was, uh, there was a lot gosh. of people. I tell you what, they're working hard around here, though. I mean, they're cleaning all the um, the the aisles between all the seating. And, uh, you know, there's still about 9,000 seats in this building. So, you know, it went from around 18 to 9. And uh, But, you know, everybody's working hard. Uh Gary said chemicals or whatever they put you know, on the floor. Yeah, on the floor. And I'm surprised you didn't say they were chalking the lines. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, no turf in here. But well, but your football—that's what you understand. Yeah. I was wanting to say that when the baseball guys were on, I thought they had got a kick out of that. Yeah, probably would have. Um, you know, those those guys were great, Coach Gordon and Coach Stoll. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I can't I can't say enough good things about Coach Gordon and I mean the rest of our staff at Shawnee Mission East. Uh, you know, all of our head coaches and assistant coaches, just, you know, a bunch of fantastic people. I, I love working there. You know that. I, I talk a lot about it with you. Yep. Um, you know, some other places I've been where I've not been as happy. Yep. But, uh, you know, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but, you know, East is a great place. And, you know, it was good to talk to Coach Stoll, like we said, over video. Hopefully someday soon we'll, we can uh, actually do a live show and have him on and, Hang Sounds out. good to me. Yeah, I think it's happy hour time now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe maybe a little bit. Hey, look, I got. Look at this. Look at that. I know you. You've got all the screens going. I mean, you've done. You have used this time There's amazingly to clean this place up to make the studio. Which I already thought the studio was awesome, but you made it even better. Here you go. So, Here you go. what's that? Yep, you've got all your uh, KU, KU, your K State, MU, yeah, Kansas him. City, all that. Petting the bird um, there. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, punching the Mizzou yeah. guy. Even though I don't know why he has him up. I will, uh, you know, I will say this, too. For you. you Thank know, you so much. Uh, about the studio. You know, you, you've done a lot of work in here to, to improve upon it during this time. And, you know, if you're out there listening 
and you have an, an audio show or a video show, you know, that you need, you want to get recorded professionally, definitely reach out to Jim, uh, Jim Bly at uclicktv.com, right? Yep. Uh, you don't Jim, know how to spell Bly, look up Captain Bly. Yeah, B-L-I-G-H, <laughs> uh, Ca- uh, Jim Bly, almost said Captain Bly, but Jim Bly at you guys don't even know who that Captain is. Bly. There's a movie and a book about Captain Bly. Yeah, so Read just it. you can reach out to him and uh, you know True story. He'll, he'll get you a quote and you know maybe you can come in and look and sound as good as well maybe not as good as we do but close. Maybe not, you'll maybe you'll look better than Austin though. Probably Looks like a bum like today. A, I do look like a bum today. Big time bum. Bumming it Happy up. Hour. Happy hour. Happy bum. Yeah. We were we, you know, we were discussing driving a six and. Yeah. Hanging out here. So, Let's we'll go. see. But, uh, all right, well, anything else? that? Uh, That's it. Another I, thing that I did not get in last week, and, you know, my apologies to, to DJ Showtime, but I didn't get his ad in last week. Oh, you know what? Actually, there is one thing. I, I it has actually is, like, decent news. Breland, okay. Chiefs uh, uh, Breland. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, arrested um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, news came out last night. A little bit, little bit of marijuana, open container, no license, something else. Um, a lot, but the big ones resi- uh, resisting arrest. Right. Which you actually never, never do that. Yeah, and you know what thing is? I, I, I mean, I, no one's seen any footage, so who knows if that that one actually sticks or not? Because all depends on what was going on. But, uh, anyways, not good. Uh, he was already facing a four-game suspension for something else, um, so it's not looking good. I hope everything works out. I really hope that this was blown out of proportion somehow. I'm hoping. Uh, so, but that's kind of big news. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a crucial player for the Chiefs. He you is know, kind of underrated guy. You know, not a big name dude, but like big, you know, yeah. big role. I mean, he he was, you know, a piece of the puzzle. So yeah. So that's hopefully sucks. hopefully it all works out. You know, and 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 again, just just like we've we've always said here on the show. You know, we're we're not going to pass judgment. That's not our job, but. Uh, you know, hopefully more will come out. And don't resist arrest, though. I mean, here, here's, here's the thing. And uh, a friend of mine in, in Chillicothe said, hey, how's the boy doing? He goes, he's up in Kansas City. I said, well, why didn't you come home this weekend for holiday weekend? He goes, I'd rather not. I don't want to hear his name on KCHI radio station, the local radio station up there. When these guys go home, they're still young adults. Yeah. Yeah. They're still wanting to have a good time. They're still wanting to hang out with their, their homies, their crew, their friends from years. Be careful, anybody, um, because you just got to be smart, especially when you're a famous athlete or, or playing in one of the big three or four sport, sports out there. You've got, I mean, you've, you've got to uh, be careful when you go back home because, you know, you you can get caught just like anybody else. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, and that's. I mean, I remember, you know, when when, which I wasn't a big time athlete anywhere, but even when, like during you time were a college basketball player, Gary. College, this, this guy was a college basketball player. Yeah. He would say, "Hey, hey, guys, college basketball's over. I really want to go out." And I'd say, "Wait a sec, Gary. Don't get up in the media." You know, you're like the big three-point shooter <laughs> at the Bible college. Like, you got to be careful when you're walking around. Especially at a Bible college. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I – man. All right. But when I would come back from Iowa, you know, <laughs> where, where I was getting at. They call him St. Gary. St. No, Gary. My, well, the Bible college was here in Kansas City. Um, but when I would come back from Iowa after I moved there, you know, it was always easy to get all the guys together, which – you know, we were 19, 20, 21. Didn't have responsibilities necessarily. Um, so we always, had, we always had really boring times. You know, I can't imagine what some of those things would have turned into had one of us had millions of dollars also. Or even like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even, I mean, that's you know, why like I mean, when these young guys kind of get in trouble. You guys, I, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about like, uh, uh, you know, hitting on a woman or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, uh, they got out drinking. Maybe they got a DUI or whatever. I'm like, man, it, it, I'm, if I'm 21 or 22 years old and I have that much money, I'm not saying it would have happened to me, but it's it's possible for sure yeah. because every 
any kind of like yeah, I feel like doing that right now. Like you'll go do it because like, you, the, well, you're famous games. now. You guys are famous now. <laughs> like the so more you're guys, famous, I'm older now, so I'm, I'm wiser. But yep. the more famous you become, the more the media wants to find something on you. So you Taking guys got to be real careful. Yeah. Gary, Gary got to be careful. I do. I do. I got to be careful. I mean, one, uh, you're a high Saint school Gary. coach. Yeah. Two, but, you're famous on the, on, <laughs> yeah. with your own show. I am famous, um, I guess. But, uh, you know, please, no autographs. No autographs today. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, like we, we've said it before, you know, I – when people just get really down on these guys that, that do those things and do get in trouble, it's like you have – there's no way we can relate. Oh, you there's get, no yeah. way – I mean, when I was 21, if you would have gave me $100,000, I mean, there's no telling what craziness would have been. I would have done I mean, I'll tell you, you know, who, at least I, done a few things stupid, whether or not you get caught or not. That's yeah. a different story. But, I, like, I'll tell sure. you who said it best, and he was on your show, Steve Who's Gardner. It? Okay. Remember? Yeah. He's like – you know, we may be lucky once in our life to get hit, hit, picked up by the baller girls, right? Or, you know. It, Whatever, yeah. The more money you have, the more fame you have, be careful. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, about everything. Absolutely. Uh, so, we'll, we'll – uh, oh, one more thing I do want to talk about, too. Um, Arlen Bruce, who is a junior at Olathe North right now, um, another kid that uh, I've got to defend for another year because uh, we do play them next year. But uh, outstanding running back. Played a little quarterback for them, but that was more out of need. But uh, he's going to be a senior. He committed yesterday, I believe, to the University of Iowa. So I know you're happy about that. I am. I was getting – and I mean, he's an outstanding player. I don't know him personally, uh, just kind of from afar, you know, watching him on film and stuff. But, I mean, outstanding athlete on the field. And I'm sure if he was recruited by Iowa, that means he's a character guy. Because you, you don't hear a lot. I know I'm an Iowa guy, but you don't hear a lot about players from Iowa getting in <laughs> trouble for doing stupid stuff. I think, that, yeah. Now, I mean, now I, you will, Gary. You just jinxed it. Yeah. Uh, this is the season. But not, not him. Where they go down the we'll toilet. Get, we'll I get mean, Zach Mackey on when it happens, get the inside scoop from Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Arlen Bruce did commit to them for football, to play football at the University of Iowa. So Sweet. I do want to say congratulations to him. Um, you know, I joke about having to defend him and all that, but, uh, you know, I, I like to see kids get those opportunities to move on. And so, one, him recruiting or committing to Iowa means that he's got a good head on his shoulders because he's taking care of business in the classroom. And then – I mean, too, the outstanding athlete part, I already knew that. But um, So, congratulations to Arlen Bruce uh, committing to the University of Iowa yesterday. Sweet. Well, and you said Iowa. Man, we had all kinds of plans this summer. We, were we gonna did. Do, we were going to go up to Iowa with Zach and COVID cover, killed us. Cover, cover the Hawkeyes. We were going to do some stuff with the, with the uh, Mink League and mm-hmm. um, head down to Texas possibly and hang out with, with uh, um, Josh Sowers. You know. Yep. Um, we I, I, we had more more plans than that, I think. Yeah, we you know we had uh, obviously we were going to try to broadcast that Lawrence and Shimeshnees baseball game, mm-hmm. you know, which would have happened uh, in early April. But and we had some other things definitely, uh, you know, that we were going to do, and unfortunately with COVID, it just uh, it kind of killed it. Mink League's, Mink just was texting with Ron Rodriguez, the Mink League commissioner, and they're Under still the trying show. to get it. They're trying to. Um, Still trying to get in half of a of a season, so that'd be awesome. Cool. But that's why I was saying, wouldn't it be cool if uh, um, you know the young man from Lawrence ended up with Johnny Coy up in St. Joe? Oh, uh, Coach Stoll, coaching over there. No. Um, oh, uh, Dev Neal. Dev Neal, yeah. Um, well, he's only a junior, so. Oh, is he? Yeah, Neal's only a junior, so he'll be back at, at Lawrence High next year. But um, but that uh, was that was a fun football game, Lawrence and Lawrence Free State. Yeah. Did you you got? I home. remember I got home because we we played that night. But when I got home, it was still going. Um, I'm not sure what happened if our game just went really quick or what. But when I got home, it was still going, and you know, I I thought that was, uh, that, was a, that was a that was a heck that, of a game. That's one if you want looking for good high school football to watch. That yeah, was a good go game. back and watch that on the U. Um, but yeah, so DJ Showtime, check them out. We did a live happy hour. I don't know, was that a week or so ago? We'll probably do another one if this doesn't end soon. But, uh, 
Yeah, check them out on Instagram, DJ Casey Showtime, and uh, let them know you followed them from Midwest Mics. But uh, I'm Gary. This is Austin. Jim's up top, and we'll see you guys next week. Funny where one choice takes you. From the edge of making a decision to doing research on the cutting edge. From being bored in your room to being heard in the boardroom. From the CAO to your first day at TU Dublin ready for anything. One choice, infinite possibilities. Choose TU Dublin on your CAO. Michael promised he'd teach the kids to fly their blue kite the next sunny day they had. There's a knack to it. Run as fast as you can. Let the wind catch it. Give it more string, Molly. That's it. Always ask yourself the question. Are you sure it's safe? When flying kites, drones or remote control planes, always look out for overhead electricity wires. Stay safe. Stay clear of electricity wires. For emergencies, call 1850-372-999. ESB Networks, serving all electricity customers. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.